And we wanted to thank today's sponsors brought to you by Anchor.fm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely no charge. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, where it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and many more. Guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast. Honestly, it just takes for you to really get started. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm and look forward to seeing you create your show. Yes. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Inspire Before We Expire podcast. I am your host, Terrell Sumter. Listen, guys, I just want to take some time to really show some more gratitude towards you all way. Thank you all for the support. Thank you for the love, honestly. Um, but what I want you guys to do, I want you really to implement information that's being told to you and being spoken to you from our leaders, from our speakers, you know, um, that come on to this show and they're taking time out their time to really speak to you from the heart and sharing so much value um, along with their tools to helping you get through your challenge, get through your process, and just to help you become the best you. So guys, um, a wise woman once said, you can search the world over, but you won't find happiness until you realize that happiness isn't getting what you want. It's being content with what you already have. Guys, I have a real, you know, special friend of mine. We've been connected for maybe a year, year or so. Um, I mean, young lady always putting up some very inspiring videos. She do a lot of lives on Instagram. Um, I mean, has gone on a journey around the world, has discovered the one thing she was looking for, has already possessed. Uh, once we learn that starts within, we stop looking for love and happiness in all, all the wrong places. She is also a John Maxwell certified coach and international speaker, CEO of Lay Leverage Group. She combines her background in banking and initial coin offerings. While at Coinbase, she applied her bank compliance skills to the cryptocurrency industry. She is originally from Sierra Leone, West Africa, and Sierra Leone, Guyanese, Lebanese, and Portuguese descent. Wow, that's amazing. She grew up in Peon, Texas, a suburb of Dallas, Texas, and has her undergraduate degree in business management. Has also completed her master's in project management in 2013. Wow. As a child, this young lady has always knew that there was more. She always believed she had a bigger purpose. She always had a burning desire to listen, to motivate, to empower others to live their best life. Also, she embraced their most to embrace her most authentic self. She focused on sharing her journey of travel, fitness, and growth. Her motto she goes by is to dare to go beyond what your very eyes can see. Every day is a reminder that anything is possible with the hard work and persistence. Guys, I present to you my dear friend, Miss Leyland Sawyer. Lay, how you doing today? Hey, what's going on, my love? I kind of feel like if I don't start anything off with that that people are looking at me like where's our morning greeting because it's become a signature of mine so i try to do it give the people what they want what is going on hello hello honey absolutely um thank you so much for taking time out your schedule 
to be here and be present with us. We're looking forward to really diving deep with you. Um, I know this is your first time on the show, so I'm definitely glad to have you on Inspire before we expire. So I wanted to start it off with, um, for those who may not really know you or so, I wanted to ask, you know, um, exactly why is it that people should listen to you? I think that I am very relatable. So I didn't realize that a lot of people or when I started sharing my journey, I found out that more people were not actually raised by their biological mothers. And when I started being more transparent about that, more women and men came out and really expressed how they were affected by some similar situations, you know, whether it's a father or a mother, but specifically people who weren't raised by their biological mothers and how it affected them. And it really encouraged me to just be more transparent, be more open. And I think I have a very worldly view. So I travel a lot. But more importantly than that, I'm really big into going into the different parts of the world, learning as much as I can, eating the food, learning about the people. And I share as much of that as possible with people on social media. So if they're not able to go there themselves personally, they can at least turn on the camera and at least get a glimpse into just, you know, how big, amazing, how much diversity there is out there. So I think that for me, no two days are the same. And a lot of people ask me, where are you today? Where are you traveling? Where are you going next? Because I think there's always an element of surprise because they never know what they're going to get. So I think I'm very interesting. Right. I love that. Definitely relatable. Also, you're just sharing your own experience with other people that may can go to that place at that time, but can see what it's like by you sharing it and everything of that nature. I love that um, because you do quite travel a lot, you know. So that's that's amazing. Um, and it's giving other young women, you know, um, just that ability to also know that, you know, it's more out there, you know, um, out there for you, out there to see, out there to explore, to adapt to. Um, so I love that you shared that. So I see that you're originally from Sierra Leone, you know, West Africa and those um, areas outside the country. So tell us a little bit, like, how was it like growing up in those countries? And, you know, um, what led you to becoming, you know, this the speaker, the coach and the entrepreneur you are today? I actually was born in Sierra Leone and I came to the U.S. when I was two. So unfortunately, I wasn't raised here. However. And in my 20s, I started going back because I knew that I needed to reconnect with that part of my childhood and my culture and heritage. And that is essentially what sparked the interest for travel. So I went back many, many years later. I was able to see it for myself, hear the people, the music, the language, the food, embrace the culture, the scenery that I've, I heard my parents talk about so many times. And it really opened up my eyes. And that's why one of my mottos is go, dare to go beyond what the eye can see because there's so often we don't realize that if we can imagine, set the intention, set a goal, that we literally are able to do anything as well as travel anywhere. And people ask me, well, how are you able to travel? Or why did you pick this place? And literally for me, it's I just set the intention. So I always tell people, pick a place, set a time frame for you. If it's six months or one year, Obviously do it smart, save up a little bit of money, and then find somewhere that you've always been interested in going. And a lot of the times what that does, it just sparks an interest because you're like, 
if I can get here, then I can go here and here and here. And that's what happened for me. I'm like, if I can go all the way across the world to Freetown, Sierra Leone, what's next? Right. So it's just, it's just, it was just the beginning for me. And I've been to, I believe, 33 countries. Oh, wow. So I'm hoping I can hit my 50, but um, I'm taking it one day at a time, baby steps. Absolutely. Um, the one thing I can say that my parents always did, even though I was not raised there, is they always were able to paint the picture for me in terms of how life was growing up and the environment and energy. I always tell people I was raised in a traditional African household. So although I am American or I'm Americanized, as some Africans would say, the African parents beat it into you every day that you're African and you are privileged and you should be grateful for the opportunities afforded to you. So I feel like I still was brought up with a strong African, um, with strong African values. Right. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. Just hearing it is just, I love it because each speaker I have come on have something different to share. So that's what I love to keep my audience just going into knowing that you can travel, you can, you can write a book, anything is out there for us, right? So um, besides the traveling, uh, I definitely want to hear more on that. But what else like, um, are you like passionate about? Like what inspires Lay? I get that question a lot, but I love it because I feel like there are little things that I pull from to give me that extra push. And believe it or not, it can even be a, a DM or a message I received from a young lady or someone saying, the message you posted today was for me. I really look up to you. I love what you're doing. What is your advice on this? So there's not one particular thing. I've been inspired and I've been very outgoing and had internal motivation from a very young age. I was always really like bubbly, but it took a while for me to embrace my true power of being me. Everyone is struggling to be someone else because of all the pressures that we have in today's age of social media and the internet. And so when a lot of people or when you decide that you can be you and what, who you are is amazing, then I feel that there's an, a really great motivation that comes from that because you focus more on being more of you. And so, of course, you know, I have really amazing parents. They're super supportive. And traditionally, in a lot of households, especially Africans, you always want to do what you can. So when your parents get older, you're able to be there if necessary. So that's motivating my, um, you know, I would say my unborn child and future husband or just the ability to spend time with them will, will, is what motivates me on a daily basis. People that send me messages of support, someone that says that I've impacted them is motivating for me. And then people don't realize that it's not about you. And more importantly, that you never know who's watching. So we have to be very careful how we handle things because when you decide you're going to turn a camera on and become public, for whatever reason, it's very important that people understand that you open yourself up for so much, whether you ask for it or not. And so you have to just make sure that you try to handle situations in the best way possible. You know, we're human, so we have emotions and upset and frustration and defeat and heartache and good days and bad days, but someone's always watching. All right. 
So I think I just look at that and I, I see the progress, the rebirth, the transformation that I've made. And so I use that as a motivating factor for someone who's looking to me for motivation or for some sort of direction. So it's a combination of things. I think you always just have to be conscious and aware. Absolutely. So here are the things. No, absolutely. I love it. And also, like, even when you do your Instagram live videos, like, I sometimes tie it in when I see it, you know, and I'd be really inspired myself, you know, because, yeah, I'm on my journey. But at the same time, we are inspired by something and people are inspired by our work. And um, so I love that you said that, that people reach out to you and email and message you. And that, you can, that just can, like, really lift somebody up, like, just the little things that count because, knowing how far you've came and seeing this person work through their process. It's just like, man, I'm going to help you get you where you need to go. So um, I also see that you're also like, um, you know, a certified coach of John Maxwell camp. So how did that get started? And an international speaker, that's big, you know, like, so how long did the process take for you to become an international speaker? And then um, what made you join um, out of all like mentors and world leaders? of that such, what made you join a John Maxwell camp? Well, I actually did it probably three or four years ago. And he's written a ton of books. He's been an inspiration to many people. He is reputable. He's a motivator. He's been in the industry for like 30 plus years. So I felt like it was a great opportunity to surround myself with other like-minded individuals. So I did the program. It took, um, you get some initial material and then you go up for a week and actually get to spend the week with him and his team. So it's just great being in that energy and being able to learn and interact and engage. And for me, I felt like, you know, he's someone that I looked up to for such a long time and read so many of his books that it, it was a no brainer for me to do that program. And the good thing is it teaches you, you know, about coaching and about speaking and, so many aspects of the business. So um, I was really grateful. And then I made some amazing lifelong friendships from that seminar, that conference that week. And so I'm also grateful for that. And I became an international speaker officially in September or October of last year. So I um, resigned from my position at Coinbase and I decided I was going to take the leap of faith, travel the world and just follow my heart. And this was all part of my year of yes journey. I can talk about that as well. <laughs> and, and I just started to apply my, I started to apply myself. I started applying uh, the knowledge, everything that I told myself in my morning messages and the advice I was giving other people. And I just started uh, being very intentional and there's something that happens when you set an intention that people don't realize there's an energy that takes place because now you're aware of the conversations you have, the decisions you make, you're more conscious of who you're speaking with when certain things take place. You just pay attention, you focus. And then you are very specific in even just your day-to-day -day activities. You know, if I set the intention I'd like to run a marathon, Every day, I need to be practicing for that. I need to get better. I need to run one mile or two miles and 10 miles. 
and sharpen my tools. And so I felt like it was the perfect opportunity of preparation meeting opportunity, essentially. So I set the intention and I went. And then from there, you know, all the other organizations and different conferences started reaching out and asking me to speak because they knew I would be in that city. And so I went from doing some crypto compliance blockchain speaking to leadership conferences as well as um, women's conferences, which was amazing mm-hmm. because I do have a lot of male followers. So it's beautiful that I am also able to still reach a great percentage of women and them send me love and have an open heart and really tell me how that I've impacted them. So that was amazing. And then I came back and I actually threw my, my very own women's conference okay. myself. And that was sold out and it was incredible. Wow. Surreal because I wanted it to be every every intention I set for it is exactly what took place down to the time it started to the minute it ended on time. Wow. That's that's amazing because even you saying that being a part of this group and helping you change your whole perspective and help you just change the mindset and just transform you into this woman you are today. I think that's incredible, honestly, because like you said. John Maxwell is a leader amongst other leaders. You know, he has a lot of books that revolves around leadership and a lot of people want to be a part of that. And you got a chance to be in that inner circle. You got a chance to be at the retreat. You got a chance to be at the masterminds and things of that nature. So you, you found through some mentors as becoming, you know, your mentor yourself by mentoring people. I think that's incredible by also taking that, what you learn and tapping into your own, and even having your own women's conference, your own events, which you said turned out to be successful. So I think that's awesome. So um, I wanted to ask, you know, during this um, journey so far, what's the most challenging thing you've encountered? Being transparent on the days that are not good because everyone thinks I'm the queen of positivity. So they're used to me having a big smile on my face and being very open and excited and good morning, my loves. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to sometimes turn the camera on and say today is not a good day. I am frustrated. I'm a little beat down. I'm exhausted because I answer all my all of my own DMs. I do all the commenting. I do all of that because I feel like if people are able to take time out of their day to send me a message, then I should take time out of my day to respond and just say, thank you. I appreciate you and listen to their feedback. So I think being able to turn on the camera and this is what I started focusing on more was letting people know I'm going through something. And the beautiful part about that is I think it just makes you human and it lets people know that, um, you're even more relatable because they're so used to the positive that when they see the other things take place and you can talk about it and say, I'm hurt, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm defeated, and then see how you are still able to hold your head high, move forward with determination, faith and trust and resilience. It just makes you stronger and in turn helps them also go through whatever they're growing through. Right. I love that. Um, And just like you said, just really being real with yourself because so many people, they could be hurting on the inside, but smile on the outside because they don't want nobody to see them frown up because they're so positive. I go through it myself. We're still human. You know, we're still human. 
like you yeah. just mentioned. So I love the way you put that. And even you saying that you control your own account where if somebody have the time to message you, why not? No matter how much following and knowing the impact and knowing everything that you've accomplished so far along this journey, you still have to reach down to lift somebody else up, you know, yeah. to come along. So I love the way you put that. I'm enjoying it so far, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those that may be in that challenge space, right? in that tough space and just don't know or just feel like they don't want to reach out to nobody because they're so bottled up. Like they don't want to be vulnerable. What advice would you give to them to being able to just step out your comfort zone, you know, um, and just reach out or just, you know, go for it. Don't just be content. Like what advice would you give to those that's just in that, content space well I always tell people people can't help you if you don't say anything and I'm very strong and independent not from a I don't want and appreciate the help standpoint but I think often people struggle with the idea of not wanting to be a burden on anyone else and that's why in some of my messages I say you're valued you are enough you are loved you are needed because sometimes people feel especially with depression being real, mental health issues being real. People feel like they're better off if they don't say anything or if they're invisible or if they disappear or if they bottle up. And one, it's not healthy because I did it for many years. And when I, and I got to a certain age, I, was finally, I finally realized I was tired. I was tired of acting strong and being successful and going after the goals and achieving a lot of things. Instead of being destructive, I actually focused on being uber successful, which is actually the opposite. I was focused on like perfection and really going after all my goals. And you can only do that for so long without one day just getting tired. You just, you know, you feel defeated. Even if you're successful, you're like, I'm still defeated because I wasn't transparent with needing more support, needing more help, asking people for help. And so I would say that regardless of what you're going through, there's so many people that love you. There's so many people that really want, need, and enjoy your presence and that care for you. And even when I was going through tough times recently and I didn't say anything and a few of my friends kind of were like, well, I haven't really heard from you and you're being a little quiet. And I said, well, I'm going through a little bit of something. And they're like, well, that's why you have a family. That's why you have us. That's why we're your team. That's why you have a circle of trust the circle of people who love and care for you and they were actually a little upset that I wasn't more transparent about it and people don't realize like you're truly valued you know there's whether not just by your parents because everyone says oh my parents love me right but like just not by your close inner circle but you know you don't know whose life you're saving by showing up every day and that's why I say once again it, it goes back to being bigger than you and so you needing to be strong enough and have enough courage to speak up and say, I need help. I'm going through something. I'm frustrated. This is what I'm experiencing. Allows other people around you to open up and be there for you. Mm -hmm. So I think when we do things like that, it's actually more selfish. And I don't mean to point, call names, but it's actually more selfish than it is courageous because you don't give the people who love and care so much about you, who you've most likely been there for many, many times, cheered up, 
rooted for, been there to allow them to cry on your shoulder. You don't give them the opportunity to be there for you. So I would say um, I'm very big into prayer. So I definitely would encourage anyone who does believe in God or believe in, you know, their God to quiet the mind and use that time for stillness and also be very transparent and vulnerable with God because when we think no one else is with us, he's always with us. So I really focus on strengthening that relationship more now than ever because I realize the difference in the impact when I'm living casually versus when I'm very intentional and very specific about my relationship with him. Right. That's powerful. That is powerful. And God is definitely, you know, you definitely got to put God first at all times. I love that you mentioned like your parents a lot and stuff like that and having that supportive system, you know, giving other people that's listening that may not have that, but still knowing that there's still somebody by you, there's still somebody rooting for you and supporting you. So very powerful statement. I love that. Um, so as you spoke on, like I was just going to touch on being grounded, but like as you touched on stillness and everything, like what do really keep you grounded during, during times, you know, of like, because I know it can be a project, it could be an event, it could be a place you got to attend to a meeting, like you just came from a meeting. So what are, um, what all keep you grounded, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis to just help you just leverage with, with everything that you got, you got going on and just to help you stay focused without even just hanging it all up. My parents. <laughs> oh, wow. My parents are my best friends. So we talk about a lot, just about any and everything appropriate, inappropriate. They're really open. I have a really close knit group of friends who nothing changes if you know if we have one dollar or a million dollars it would still be the same uh conversations maybe on a higher level of maybe just you know from an investment standpoint but i mean we have that close bond that allows us to just keep it real honestly right. and i think my supporters keep me uh, grounded honestly because i started like eight to ten years ago and sometimes I don't even realize how long I've been doing just my morning message. I think I tracked it back to nine or 10 years ago. I actually have it on my phone, believe it or not. Wow. So I, um, I have people who are like, you've always responded. You've always sent love. You've always that. And knowing that I've already established that trust with them, I would never want to break it. I have people from college that say, you always were nice to me. I don't know why, but you were nice. And I just take that back to my upbringing. You know, I feel like I, there's the saying that goes, treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO because you never know someone will surpass you, whether a success will lead, where life will take you and you will need to rely on that person at some point in time. So although I'm human and I have my days, I always try to remember that you know, treat everyone with respect to the best of your ability. If you are wrong, say you're wrong. You know, I'm never too big to apologize because sometimes I get a lot of questions and that's something that's a pretty strong <laughs> constant in my day with where are you at and what are you doing and how did you do this and what is that? And I have to, I have to just remember, hey, this is the first time maybe this person found me. So 
answer to the best of your ability. If you have a few minutes, engage in conversation. And if it's something you're not able to, you know, let them know, hey, please check out my website. Hey, please check out my YouTube channel. But um, I would say um, outside of family and close friends, you know, definitely the people who support me and who have grown with my brand. I have a really loyal tribe of people that support me. Pictures, prayers, even if it's just, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. Even when I, I think there was a period of time I didn't post for two weeks and people actually reached out and messaged me like, oh, you haven't done your morning message in two weeks. Is everything okay? I think on the third day, people were like, where's the message? Mm -hmm. So that keeps me grounded because like I said, it's bigger than you. Right. So someone's always watching. Right. So um, I love that. Also like, and I love that it's bigger than you as well. So I see that your background consists of finances. So what made you, you know, kind of like transition from finance to like becoming like an international speaker and diving into more, um, you know, coaching as well. I see that you also, congratulations on this, uh, became an award-winning international speaker as well. So if you can dive into that, that'd be great. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um. Finance will always be my background. I'm corporate. So I always struggled with being corporate and being creative. I just allowed my creative side to take the lead. But the heart and soul of me, I started off working in banking as a loan officer and just worked my way up. So I have a background in credit, in mortgages, in loans, bill consolidation, all of that. And that transitioned to so many beautiful things, you know, my career in consulting, compliance, auditing, all that people never knew because I never shared that part of my life online. I did more of just, good morning, my loves. This is the message for the day. Mm -hmm. And I think because there was a lot of things I was still struggling with in terms of learning how to balance the two and being able to incorporate all of it into my brand okay. and tell people, hey, I'm corporate. I have an MBA. I'm really intelligent. I'm very smart. I have a brain and then tell people, you know, but I take, I, I take some pretty decent pictures too. So, <laughs> um, I think it's learning just, just balance and learning that people really do love conversation. Intelligence is so sexy when you have an amazing conversation with someone and you never forget how much it filled you up and how your soul walks away happy and you feel like you learned something and you were enlightened. That's incredible. So I'll, I will always be corporate. There will always be some part, part of me. And I think with coaching, coaching is very corporate still because you're essentially just coaching people on different aspects of their business. Um, I became a life coach through John Maxwell. I'm a certified coach and trainer, but I think my supporters actually are what started calling me a life coach. They're like, oh, there's my life coach. She doesn't know it. And I think it hit me one time in Miami. I was on South Beach and a guy walks up to me and goes, you're my life coach. And I was like, <laughs> Leyland Sawyer. And I was like, how do you know my name? And he's like, do you have a pen? Because you're my life coach. And I cannot believe you're on Miami, like South Beach. And I'm here with you. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> Because it really is like, you know, and I didn't have a pen, which just goes to show you, like, be prepared. Mm -hmm. um, but you just never know. It's just bigger than you. You never know. I say that. I'm, I'm continuously saying that, but it's just true. You don't know who's watching. 
You don't know who you're impacting, who you're affecting. And in that instance, he, when I started posting, like, you know, it's my birthday, people would say, I want to say happy birthday to my life coach. (laughs) I never had a conversation with some of these people. But because my videos, people don't realize I'm 90% of the time I'm talking to myself. Where do you come up with these messages? I'm talking. This is a conversation with me. I'm having with me. But because... I'm sharing so much of what I'm going through when something resonates with me. It may not be a situation that happened yesterday. It could be something that I'm even reflecting on as I've grown and gone through the journey. Then I'm able to share it and people can say, wow, that was, that was good. I needed that. That was exactly what I need. And I think as you learn more about yourself and you embrace more of who you are, you actually also learn to trust yourself you learn to trust the signs that you get the information the signals that deep voice that says this feels good this doesn't feel good this really doesn't feel good don't do this and then the ability to learn from your lessons and share those lessons with people so when i received the award i was actually surprised myself which was it was incredible but i went to speak at an event in um lagos and so it was a it was an event on um, African leadership and women in leadership. And um, at the very end, they sent it, they uh, presented me with it. So I was like, wow, this is really cool. So once again, when opportunity meets preparation, you just show up, show up every day, be grateful. Beautiful things transpire. Absolutely. And even you saying that um, this winning that was just, um, you didn't see it coming, but the greatest things always comes unexpectedly, right? But I love that you said, um, and we always need to laugh, right, by saying that somebody was following your journey and seeing that you was putting out your daily morning messages and seeing you in South Beach and said, you know, oh, I know you. Oh, happy birthday. Shouted you out and everything, but also got to connect with you in person to actually see exactly who you are. Because, you know, we get on social media, like, you know, people. and But like you said, who you are on social media is also who you present to be in real life as well, just being true to yourself. So I love that, um, and just even how far you've came, like, it's just amazing just hearing just everything, just you saying you have your MBA in finance, you've accomplished this, you've accomplished this, and I think it's amazing because it also inspires other women to knowing that they can also do it as well. Like you said, preparation meets opportunity and, you know, so forth and so forth. When that door is once open, um, just go ahead and walk, right? So I wanted to... um, just ask as well uh, is, you know, being though, um, you know, you are a, an inspiration to many women, right? Um, and males, you know, why do you feel as though in today's age, um, leadership and speaking, you know, life into the lives of others is, you know, important? And what does it, what does it also do to help you along with not only coaching, but with when you encounter with people outside of social media? If I, you know. Yeah, um, life and death in the tongue, honestly. People don't realize what you say every day, you're speaking over yourself. So conversations, retelling that old story of hurt, pain, frustration, talking about how you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor, a dentist, 
um, there's life and death in the tongue. So what we're constantly saying for me, I'm always focused on how I word things and being very intentional about speaking. So when people say, I love you to death, I say, I love you to life. Oh. And everyone love me to death. And I know people mean that in the best way possible, but that's actually how I love you to life came about because people were always like, I love you to death. And I'm like, no, I love you to life. So I apply that to so many things when people say, I can't, I bet this will never work. I say power in words. I, I, I don't receive it. I don't, I don't accept it. I rebuke it. You can take it back. And so I think for me, it's when you can learn that every day, what you're doing, what you're speaking, conversations you're having, the music you're putting into your ears, the podcast you're listening to, the friends you surround yourself with, all of that is speaking life over you. And if you repeat something enough, it, it comes to fruition. If you say, I'm a straight A student and every day you study, you're more likely to get straight A's or you know accomplish a good grade on a test. But if every day you say, I'm not worthy, nothing good ever happens to me, life sucks, your life probably sucks in all honesty. So it's just people don't realize how powerful they are. That's really it. We are powerful beings. We are capable of so much and we're capable of more than we give ourselves credit for well that for me is my motivation to really being more conscious and it's also something that is learned and when you can learn what i say has a lot of power and when i see the results of that then you're more able to focus on speaking that over yourself and you also just become more aware you're more conscious you're like no, I, that, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't feel good. Or, you know, I know that my next goal is to book a speaking gig. So I'm telling everyone about it. I'm setting the goal. I'm praying about it. I'm writing the vision. I'm making it plain. And it's going to happen. And that's literally how speaking started for me. That's awesome. Because, uh, you know, a lot of us tend to have that illusion of fear, right? So... I just wanted to get on to asking, you know, like, how did you like overcome, you know, maybe that fear of speaking or just taking action really um, or so? Um, anything that I'm usually fearful about usually turns out to be freaking amazing. It usually <laughs> turns out to be like so good. So I am very big on feeling the fear and doing it anyways. I get scared all the time even when i go on stage i'm always like a nervous excited scared that sort of thing so i feel like fear is natural but like you said it's just an illusion and when you can learn that it is just nerves it's just an illusion and that usually when you're the most fearful that means you're probably very close to doing something amazing and because you are stepping outside of what you're used to, your brain tells you, no, this doesn't feel good. It's unfamiliar. Let's not do this. Let's, let's do it the other way. And then uh, when you can learn, I'm going to do it. I'll take the risk. I'll jump. I'll have faith. I'll trust myself. I'll believe in myself. People don't understand the importance of just self-belief. That doing it and doing it with those intentions, one or two, of two things will happen. You'll fail. And that's okay. You'll fail forward, get up and do it again, or you'll accomplish it and it will be even bigger than what you could ever imagine, you know? And if you fail, the beauty of failure, and it's essentially just failure is a perception. You know, there's really no such thing as failure. It's what we perceive as failure, but failure is usually just 
an opportunity for you to learn how to do something different or go in a different direction. How many times have you tried something and it didn't work the first time and you were like, let's tweak this. If you're editing something and your editing's just okay and you're like, this is not going the way I thought, you get better at editing. If you are working at your jump shot and the first you know, 10 times or 100 times you don't get, you're going to keep doing it, but you, you may tweak something. You, you're trying to make a three point, you may just you know, change the way you do it or take a step back or there's just so many things you can do, but it's failures just saying, okay, try it a different way. Nah, absolutely. You definitely, um, you know, you fell seven times, you get back up 10 more, right? So yeah. I love the way you put that as well. Um, and just, I just want to take some time. So I usually do as well is just share some gratitude with you and just thank you for really, really sharing some values and sharing some important information to the crowd, to the audience and to listeners, you know, out there because it's important and it's needed, you know? So um, I wanted to ask as well is how do you, deal with the opinions of others you know knowing you at this successful space in your life and knowing that you still go through you know um some challenges as well you know we're human right but um how do you deal with the opinions of others by just you know like you get just going because you know some people just really get distracted by opinions of others like you say believing in themselves they don't have enough support system or they they feel like they didn't execute on a certain goal or they feel like they got to compete with the next person or so. So if you could just tap onto that, cause I really think that really need to be heard as well as just dealing with the opinions of others. I think that um, we first must learn to be kind to ourselves and we must learn to forgive ourselves. I speak a lot about forgiveness, self-love and letting go of the past. And I think why some opinions are so important to people is because they beat themselves up over and over again. Something may happen and they don't uh, allow themselves to let it go and forgive themselves. And then when someone harps on it or mentions it, it's almost as if it's like adding salt to the wound. So um, I take others' opinion and I don't have too many situations where there's like anything crazy that happens. I haven't had any negativity on social media outside of maybe someone saying, let's connect. And I just say, I don't feel comfortable connecting because I'm, I don't know you. I feel that um, it's feedback and you can choose whether or not it's true for you and you want to own that story or if you decide that you will allow it to, you know, brush off your shoulder or fall off your shoulder and just continue pressing forward, especially when you believe in what you're doing. Because if you look at all the greats, Tyler Perry, uh, Will Smith, all these people that, and I'm just using um, producers or directors because obviously, they had so much failure, you know? He's the first person that came to mind. You think of all the no's, the no's, the no's. Successful singers, artists um, that do things and how many people told them no and gave them opinions and told them they were horrible, they would never work, they'd never be successful. And they just had the utmost determination and belief in themselves. And those same people that spoke down on them are the ones who came come back and praise them or may even ask for a job later on. So use, use it to push you. I know when um, I went to the last couple of games that Kobe was doing, and I think he had an interview and someone was asking him like, how did you, how were you so successful all these years? And he was saying, yo, when haters would talk about me, I would actually use it as motivation. So for me, things like that, 
they just motivate me. I use them and I just say, okay, don't get bitter, get better. Allow mm -hmm. it to work harder, do a couple more push-ups, practice on my skills, speak more, go after this next speaking gig, travel to a new country, try something different. So I would definitely just encourage people to take everything with a grain of salt, but more importantly, be kind to yourself. Because wow. half the time people don't understand is when people are speaking negatively upon you, and I've actually done morning messages with this exact message, it has nothing to do with you. It's a reflection of how they feel and an insecurity that they're speaking out about. It's like the four languages where it says, you know, one of the languages is don't, uh, one of the, the agreements is don't take things personal. It has nothing to do, once again, it has nothing to do with you. I think that's like the underlying message for this interview. <laughs> And so it's true. It has nothing to do with you. It's just someone who's scared, hurt, frustrated, upset, who sees something in you that they don't see in themselves, who didn't have the courage to go after their dreams. And so now they want to kill yours. And you just have to do it anyways. Right. It's all a part of life, a part of the journey, right? Indeed. Um, wow, you speak so much, you know, passion, just so much truth. And I'm really just enjoying it. Um, and... I wanted to really, you know, conclude that you're right. Um, so many people get distracted about what's really important, you know, about the bigger picture. Not really knowing that, like, you're not alone in this journey. You're not. Um, and there are people that tend to go through what you go through. But you can always grow through it, you know, and can flow through it. But we must allow to pace ourselves. You know, we must allow to meditate. We must allow to be at a place of stillness and read and do what makes us happy versus angry. And, you know, as a child of me, I'm um, just going to take a little back. Like, I was young and I was angry in that space. But it's like, life too short to always be angry. But you have to outgrow that, right? So I thank you for really sharing that, um, honestly, because you're right. Like, it has nothing to do with the person in front of you. And sometimes we just have to own it up and just as we let go we allow flow you know and being able to grow from that so i love that you put it so what's next for you um in this next year and just along you know um also what are you looking forward to as far as goals i am actually focusing a lot of energy on my youtube channel so it's something i started i started a long time ago and i should have done more of but I'm really excited about being able to create content that gives people a glimpse, a deeper glimpse, like you said, a deep dive into who I am, longer videos that show my personality, that allow me to share my knowledge, experiences, routines, and even business or uh, coaching tips. Because everyone's not able to hire you and utilize you on a daily basis. Sharing that knowledge and allowing myself to be a resource is something I'm really excited about this year. Speaking more, not so much in the corporate space from a, from a crypto standpoint, but more like leadership, brand building, women's empowerment, something I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that and um, continuing to open up more and especially about the things that are painful so that people can understand how I was able to overcome them. And of course, travel. So I'm really excited about adding a few more countries this year to my passport and um, trying out some things, food, language, <laughs> you know, different sceneries. So that's what I'm really focusing on next. 
That's awesome. I also see that you're not only just a speaker, not only just a coach, you know, it's not only just a woman of empowerment, although those are great things, you're a guy for a woman, but you're also an author, you yeah. know, that's awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about that and, you know, uh, what made you become an author? I actually moved to Los Angeles in 2011 and I started taking some acting classes shortly after arriving, not intentionally to act, but I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. Let's see what happens. And it actually was more therapy for me. I always encourage anyone that can to take acting classes because it's really good therapy. And it's because in order to be true to your character, you have to really focus on diving deep into yourself, your emotions, and what you've experienced and been through. And you have to tap into different aspects of yourself. And so um, I started taking some therapy classes. I mean, therapy sessions after that and then that led me to share my experience and write my book love it all starts with you just about the journey of not being raised by my biological mother and the lack of self-confidence self-esteem issues and how i dealt with it and then i actually reunited with my mom so i rewrote the book oh. in 2017 relaunched it and i was able to re-release it from a more loving perspective a new you know fresh perspective having been through the hurt the pain the re the reunion more hurt more pain and then forgiveness right i love that that's awesome and then i self-published and that was an experience in itself so it was it was an honor it was, it was really an exciting experience i can imagine just really knowing we all have a story but it's written and it's just, it just takes for us to put that pen and paper and make it all possible, right? Wow, but what I love for what you just said as well, and I'm sure everybody else can relate as well, is you wrote the book and knowing that you didn't grow up with your biological mother, but at the same time, years later, God made it possible for you all to come across paths and make it right, you know, kind of like for my fellas out there who sometimes, you know, be departed from their father or something happened when he was young, but it's never too late to just forgiveness as you wrote, you know, love and everything like that, because we only get to live once, you know, we must make it right with our family, especially those who brought us into this world, you know, cause we all mess up here and there. We all sometimes depart ourselves from certain situations or we just grow out, outgrow our environment and people that come with it. But we must to just learn as we love ourselves, we must love unto others. So I love that you put that. Um, and for those that's listening, make sure to grab her book as well. Where can they find that book at? You can actually get it at Leyland.com and it's available in audio ebook for immediate download. And then the physical copy as well uh, is available on my website. Got you. So why do you feel as though as well, Lay, like it's important to tell your story, like especially for women, because I had someone I was interviewing the other day and she was just saying, you know, she was at a place where she was trying to find her voice as a woman because it wasn't too you know, um, likely or so. So why do you feel though it's important to really tell your story as a woman, especially coming from areas like Sierra Leone and stuff like that and really um, paving a way for the next young woman generation that's coming up after you? I feel like you uh, never know who it's going to help and whose life you're going to save. And when I started being transparent about my journey, I was able to actually have more people reach out 
and say, hey, I never knew this about you. And I really appreciate you being so open about it. And some of the things that you shared actually have helped me reach out to my mom and have helped me handle these situations different and take a different perspective because we think it's just us. We think we're alone. You think you're the only one going through a depression. You think you're the only one facing a hardship. You think you're the only one who's struggling from lack of self-confidence. And there's power in numbers. And by you sharing your story, you can build a tribe. You can motivate someone else who also is going through something. And you can come together and you can reunite, push each other, motivate each other. And sharing your story is very empowering because it sets you free. When you hold something in, you don't realize you sometimes carry that burden and you keep that burden with just yourself. So you have to learn how to deal with the burden. And we don't understand that. Release it, let it go, forgive, acknowledge it, use it to push you and fuel you. But being transparent is very empowering. Wow, that's powerful. I love sharing it with people because of the feedback I get. They, you, you, sometimes we, um, we're so quick to judge a book by its cover. It's very easy for us to say, they look well-rounded, they're tall or handsome or beautiful or slim or they have a nice shape or whatever initial opinion. We're, we're a world of opinions and we form them regardless if we do it intentionally or not. And we have no idea what that person is battling internally and how we're more alike than we think we are. Right. And this can also reunite us. Right. Reunite. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, Leigh, I know we're like, you know, touching the base, you know, um, we got a few more minutes left. I just wanted you to really just, um, if you feel like something that you haven't shared already that can really relate, resonate, especially for my women, um, out there, the young visionaries that's coming up, the millennials, um, that's in a space where you say um, maybe apart from their mother or so and just don't know how to make it right or so like that, just something that you've been feeling that you would like to share. Just go ahead, go all out, you know. I would say that time is precious. It's very valuable. We think we have a lot of time, and we do sometimes, But more importantly, I think of all the time that I missed out on mother-daughter talks, laughing, trips, conversations, cuddling, hugging, seeking very valuable advice from a woman like only a woman can give you, regardless of how much your father may love you um, or the parents that raised you may love you. I just think people don't understand that um, there's some things that are priceless and I feel time is priceless. So if you're battling with something, you have to be okay with it yourself. You have to forgive that person. Cause like my mom always says, if you don't tell me what I'm doing that's bothered you and if we don't talk about it and you hold it inside, the only person that knows and the only person it hurts is you. By you being transparent and letting me know, hey mom, this bugged me, hey mom, this is how I feel. We can go have a conversation before we go to sleep upset because you don't know if you're going to wake up in the, the next morning. Absolutely. I wrote my book because I actually reunited with my mom. I'm sorry, because the person, a good friend of mine, their mother committed suicide. Sorry to hear my condolences. Yeah. Well, it, it was very shocking for me. And that's actually what made me contact my mom because they said, my mom killed herself, to, killed herself today. And I was like, what? And I said, well, 
I just immediately I messaged my mom and was like, is this number the same? I'm very interested in like, I love you. I care for you. I don't know what happened. And so you just never know. You think you have more time than you, than you do. And time is so precious. So I encourage everyone, if it's something small, big, petty, just let it go because time is very valuable. It's priceless. And the one thing that I learned from my year of yes is to start something, commit to finishing it, seeing it through, but being consistent because where you are today is not where you're going to end up tomorrow, next year. And you have no idea what you're truly capable of if you don't start and try. And if you don't push yourself to go after what you're truly excited and passionate about, and maybe you don't know what you're passionate about. So try some things, but give yourself the opportunity to see it through because we see people that are successful and we have no idea it took them years and thousands of hours like the, um, like the outlier book. It took them so many hours for them to finally get to where they're going. So we see them at the peak of their success and we don't understand how many lonely nights, how much frustration, how broke they were, how the struggle was real before they finally got to where they were going. And just because you see them where they are at and it seems beautiful and it seems like rosy, there's probably a really good um, chance that they're still like constantly daily, like working at that craft to get better and better and better at what they're doing. So just keep going. You know, my whole thing in life is be the change you wish to see in the world. So focus on being the best version of you every single day and just giving out what you hope to get back in return. Wow. Such a powerful, oh man, such powerful, 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 powerful. I love it. Honestly, you know, um, so you got 30 to 40 seconds, right? I usually end it off like this, um, to do your last presentation. It could be anywhere around the world. Um, what exactly would those words be to that crowd? What I just said. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, it, it really probably would be that, you know, yeah. there's things that I, I always say, dare to go beyond what the eye can see because anything is possible and be the change you wish to see in the world with your faith, your belief in God, <laughs> your determination and your commitment to succeed that you can do be and have anything that you put your mind to. So this is outside of my 45 seconds. I'm cheating. <laughs> I do want to say I recently read the David Goggins book. Okay. Can't hurt me. And the one thing that holds very strong in my mind, and this is my year of mastering your mindset, because he talks about mastering your mindset right. and how our mind is capable of so much more and than our body even realizes. And when we can just condition our mind to go that much more harder or further or do more, our life can actually transform in so many ways. But he talks about the one thing that always drove him was getting to heaven and God being disappointed with the things that he's done. And he Mm. says, I want to heaven and surprise God, myself, everybody. And you never know until you just step out and do it until you go 
and give it everything that you have. So, so shock yourself. Right. Right. Wow. Oh, that's a must read, huh? Shocks myself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's been, a, it's been an honor, Lay. Um, you can just share your social media, your website, and just everything else that may be coming up for you or so um, in the next few months um, before we get out of here. So that'd be yeah. awesome. Um, I'm Leyland on just about everything. My name is actually Leyland and it is unique to me. So pretty much if you Google Leyland on Instagram, social media, Twitter, just about anything, Leyland will come up, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Leyland Sawyer, Snapchat is Leyland Sawyer, and then Instagram is Leyland. But um, really just crushing it, you know, going above and beyond, surprising myself. I actually am going to release another book so okay. that should be really good. Awesome. And, uh, I can't wait to for people to connect with me. Message me. Tell me what sort of content you're interested in. Let me know what uh, what you'd like to share with the world. And I'm actually open to doing the morning message on behalf of others. So I'm taking other people's morning messages now. So I'd like to start highlighting and showcasing someone else's morning message and just spread the love. But I want to just take the opportunity to thank you because I have watched you. I've watched your journey. I've watched you grow, be consistent, day in and day out, being positive, starting your podcast, inspiring others, and being relentless in everything that you're doing. So this is an incredible honor, and I'm so excited and humbled to be here. More importantly, I am grateful that I'm able to interact with you, even if it's just a quick DM to say, hey, Lay, what's up? How's it going? Your messages are just as uplifting and inspirational on the days when I need them as well. So I salute you for everyone that you're inspiring and everyone that you're helping in every way, shape, and form, especially with this podcast. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, that was powerful. And thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for sharing so much of this authenticity and sharing so much of your love and just compassion into the lives of others. Keep on doing what you do, you know, and being that, that just that hero to many across the world, honestly, because they're watching, they're definitely watching. And a lot of women will be inspired by this message and this message will be received. So, there you have it, folks. I'm Terrell. I have to close out your message with my, my signature. Have a blessed, a beautiful, and amazing, and abundant, a freaking spectacular day. <laughs> Love, it all starts with you. Absolutely. That's awesome. Before we get out of here, you want to share anything else? Nope, that's it. I'm good. Thank you, my love. Awesome. So I'm Terrell Sumter. She's Leyland Sawyer, the one and only. Guys, connect with this young lady. I mean, doing big things. You know, and you can learn a lot from her, from coaching, from speaking, you know, from finances to becoming an author, writing your own story. Honestly, guys. So I thank you all for your time. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast, download, share with the community. And this this episode resonated with you or if it brings you value, make sure to email me at imterrellsumter at gmail.com. I also can email her as well, you know. Um, and just connect with us, guys. Connect. Stay tuned. And there you have it, guys. This is the Inspired po- Before We Expire podcast, and we're out. <laughs>